Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. I'm your host, Jasmine Star, CEO of Social Curator, and I am so happy you're here. Today, you're getting a glimpse into what our group coaching sessions look like. Now, we do these group coaching sessions on the inside of our private Social Curator community, and every time I'm given the opportunity to do a group coaching session, I want to make sure that we're focusing on one aspect of their business. Now, no matter what industry you're in, I know you're going to learn something from our conversation. So without further ado, let's get to coaching. Hi, uh, my name is Colleen Mitchell. I am a life coach for women with type 1 diabetes. I'm an epic fantasy novelist. I also have a podcast and I have a full-time job. So my question is really how should I structure content creation sessions to maximize time when I'm still working that full-time job? That's great. So a question of clarification, what are you creating content for? Like the coaching, the writing, the work-life balance? It's more for um, the coaching. I really want to get a, a kind of a body of work both on social media and um, it also applies to the podcast. So trying to figure out good times for outlining episodes, but really it comes down to um, creating content for social media, specifically reels and figuring out that time frame. just because everything else going on, mm-hmm. it feels like a lot. It is a lot. First, first, let's tell ourselves a different story instead of, I don't know about you, Colleen, and maybe I am projecting, but what I have experienced is that it feels like I have less time than other people. <laughs> like, why does it look so easy for everybody else? Like, how, how do they have 36 hours in their day? So first and foremost, we look at what we're doing and then we express grace and gratitude for the work we've done to get where we are. And then we get a little analytical because when we talk about like, how do I create content in a better, more strategic way? We first have to understand what are the parameters we're working with? If we don't understand and set our parameters, we're always going to feel like we're behind, we're losing, we're not doing enough. But when you actually understand, if you're like, I want to post on social media every day. And then when you actually look at your time schedule and you realize you have 40 minutes to create content per week, you're asking for for water from a rock. So we first have to set the parameters and the parameters I'm going to ask. And of course it could change after you get off the podcast and you actually do some deep diving time analysis is how much time a week do you have to commit to social media? And when I say social media, I am talking about, and I know that you were talking about podcast outlines, but let's just focus this particular question and answer around social media. And then once you figure out this system, you could apply it to other aspects of content creation for the podcast, for long form blog post, for videos or whatever the case may be. But now how much time do you have to dedicate to social media? And when I ask this, I am asking in the context of planning and creation, execution, like it goes out on social and then the follow-up. How much time per week do you have? If I really um, worked it into my schedule, it'd probably be one to two hours a week. One to two hours a week. That's great. That's really great. So what I'm going to do is I'm, let's just, let's work on the, I'm going to split the difference. You say one to two hours. So I'm going to split the difference between the two and I'm going to say 90 minutes. It's an hour and a half. We'll say an hour and a half every week for social media. Did I understand that correctly? Yes. Perfect. So then- If it takes, and have you ever done a reel before in the past? Uh, Yeah, I'm actually in the middle or towards the end of a uh, 30 reels in 30 days challenge. So I've been posting reels every day since, um, well, like three weeks ago. Okay. How long does it take for you to create a reel? uh, On average, because I know some take more, some take less. Let's just give us a a base number. 
10 to 15 minutes. Okay, we're going to say 15. And you're doing that. And how often are you posting? Daily. Oh, so seven days. Yes. Okay. So already you're well over the 90 minutes that you have right. allotted for the week. <laughs> well, well, right. Well, right. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't know if y'all ever remember, and maybe I'm totally dating myself. There's this episode of the Cosby show where Theo and Dr. Cosby are sitting on the bed and Theo's like, I want to move out. And so then Dr. Cosby gets cash and he's like, here's the cash. And Theo says, I'm rich. And then Dr. Cosby's looking across from him. He's like, now you got to pay rent. Now you got to pay gas. And then Theo's like empty handed. Be like, how do I survive? And what I hear from you, Colleen, is you're like, I have 90 minutes and I'm not a mathematician, but. 15 times seven is already more than 90. Yeah. And part of it is I'm doing the reels every day. So I'm not sitting down once a week to create all the content for the reels. I'm doing it every day as it comes. So that's part of my question is trying to figure out a way to strategically format that session once a week so that I have all the content laid out ahead of time so that I'm not spending every day, like 15 minutes every day posting something. Well, I mean, it, I understand it in theory, but if it still takes you 15 minutes and you're batching it all in one day or you're doing it day by day, it's still 105 minutes. Okay, so it's not much more than 90 minutes. Well, that's just to create the reel. And then what we have to do is spend five minutes to post the reel. Because right now on Social Curator has our app and you could schedule to auto post. But Instagram has not allowed at the time of this recording to upload a reel to auto post. So you're actually having to go manually up uploading that reel, correct? Right, right. So my 15 minutes is from starting filming to I'm done posting it. Great. And so then you need to add, I'm guessing, how much time per day are you responding to comments, DMs or adding stories? Uh, a few minutes. I don't really get DMs. I get more comments than DMs and I don't really do stories. And it's really just kind of in the moment. It's not like I have a dedicated time set aside every day. So would you say five minutes or would you say 10 minutes? Probably 10 minutes if I add it up throughout the day. Great. So, okay. So 105 minutes and then you have 10 minutes times seven days is 70. So 70 plus 105 is 175 minutes. I'm just doing basic math. And so what you're asking is what, how do I lessen it from 175 minutes? Or are you asked like, what is the question now that we look at just the math standpoint? What is the question now? We're over what you've estimated. You say, I have 90 minutes. We're at 175 minutes. What then is the question? Do you stay at 175 because you like that pacing? Or are you saying, I want to drop that number? I want to not be doing it all in one day. I want to be setting aside a specific amount of time Perfect. on like a weekend so that I okay. can batch it. Okay. But I'm not sure how to structure that. That's absolutely fantastic. So here's the good news, Colleen. You're already way ahead of the curve. The fact that you have been able to successfully at the time of this recording shoot 21 reels in 21 days is pretty jaw-dropping. So congrats. You now know the methodology. Now, what's going to happen is that I'm going to tell you something that's probably not going to sound great. You're going to have to slow down to speed up. Because if you're creating reels and you're wearing your outfit on that day to execute on what you want, when you batch, what do you have to do? Lay out every outfit for every reel and every prop. And that takes time. Probably takes more time than what you're doing now. But if you say, I want to block it, no problem. You actually get faster scientifically. You get faster. So now when I know I'm going to batch reels, I, and this is very, very, very like Big time, I'm strategic. I spend all day, I batch around eight to nine reels at one time. And that's not for the faint of heart. 
It's, it's not just eight to nine outfits because if you do a transition, you're doubling it. So you're laying everything out. My husband gets cra- drives, goes drive crazy in the, in the room, all along the bed. Here are all the outfits. Here are all the props. Everything's laid out. I go to one location in the house. We set up the ring light and here we go. Next one. Go ahead. Next one. So it looks like a tornado went through my room. But if I'm posting three reels every week, which is kind of like only three to four reels in one day, I'm batching around two and a half to three weeks of content. Now, if you're saying I would like to batch all of the content at once, then the way that you get faster is by having all of the details you need laid out at once. Everything must be ready. If not, it takes more time because you're like, ah, I need the coffee maker. Ah, where's that notebook? Where are my reading glasses and the hat and the jacket that I have to add? That takes longer. So I just kind of want us to be very cognizant around the time that it takes to batch content. It will become faster, but you have to slow down to build the new process to speed up. And I have to tell you, I'll be very honest and forthcoming. The batching days are my least favorite. They're very difficult. They feel heavy for me. I don't like to dance. I don't like to point. I don't like to edit and add the text. Like I don't like to do that stuff, but I am being accustomed to doing things that I'm not a fan of to get what it is that I want. And what I want is freedom. I don't want to do reels every single day. So my dad always said, you got to be a slave to somebody. Bob Dylan sings a song. Like you're going to be a slave to somebody. So if you don't want to brush your teeth, you're going to be a slave to the dentist. If you don't want to be overweight, you're going to be a slave to meal planning. But you, you, got, you, you got to choose to serve somebody. And at this particular case, I am choosing to serve the God with a little G of content creation batching because it's less stressful than trying to do it in the moment on the day of. So we're going to slow down to speed up and then giving yourself a ton of grace to say, if it's taking you 15 minutes to, on average to batch your reel, you're probably, if you want to batch what you're currently doing in a week, you just probably set four hours aside. And you look at your week and if it's four hours and you have a full-time job, you're spending four hours on a Saturday or Sunday or on a Friday night. And then you have to ask yourself, am I okay with this? And then if you say yes, then buck up, buttercup. You just got to do the work. And I kind of am so happy that this question is being asked because we have to normalize what it is to do stuff in our business we don't really like. We don't really, I don't know about you. I don't really like doing it. I like the results. I like the engagement. I like the feedback. I don't actually like the work, but I do the work to get to where I want to go. And so I don't know if that's exactly the answer that's helpful, but it's what I have right now. Is there anything else left that we can kind of tap in and dial in as you set up for batching content creation? Well, I don't do really a lot with props or anything or transitions like that. It's really just straight. I hold the camera at my face and I'm talking and then I do the captions and that's pretty much it. So Great. I think with Great. what you said about the um, like the planning and prep time, I Great. think that'll really help because Good. if I have my little scripts or bullet points ahead of time and I don't have to think about it in the moment. And that's what I've been doing is trying to think of what I'm going to do each day. And the beauty of this, Colleen, specifically, is that if you're actually hand-holding on a reel, you don't have to change your bottoms. You just change your tops. Whereas I will do a mix of reels that show half body, full body, and then partial body. And I'm making sure that I have to change the, the jeans or whatever it is that I'm wearing so that it doesn't look like, oh, Jasmine batched all nine reels and just swapped out her t-shirts. So visual changing and queuing for me matters, but that's just like a next level detail. If it's handholding, just lay out eight shirts 
Yeah, I don't have time for that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, great, good. Then we know our limits. So the question came in, it's like, how do I become better at batching content creation? And then we just did some very quick math. How long is it taking? You want to batch it. Where does it go in your week? When you say, I am okay spending four hours a week on a weekend to batch this content to where I have more freedom during the work week, then that's what we say, yes and amen. So buck up, buttercup, we do it, we plan it, we get it going, we record him, and it's so nice to have a cache. It is so nice to have a cache of content. Thank you. So Colleen, where can people find you on Instagram? My handle is at inspired forward. Beautiful. Colleen, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you. So I'm Janessa Borges. I am a first generation Latina therapist, and I'm going to give you, I'm a business mindset and strategy coach for entrepreneurs who want to create successful businesses with balance. I had to super niche, which I'm fighting with. Oh, helping therapists in particular. So my boss bio is I help, I teach therapists how to market and scale six figure full paying private practices. So it's like super tight. So my struggle is that I've been shifting from mental health to teaching therapists how to do this. And it's really sad because I have to say that growing up, like there were mentors that you might, you look up to it was like Gloria Stefan and JLo, but you were the first like coach that I could see myself in. And so my question, which is like phenomenal and mind blowing and moving and sad. (laughs) Um, And my question is, how do you temper the fire you have inside when you know you have so many lives to change, but you feel like you can't get the reach to touch those lives? Because I'm really, really, really special. Can you ask your question like I'm five? So all the energy and drive and motivation and passion when you were starting off. Mm -hmm. How, what did you do with all that energy when you wanted to reach more people And you felt like you couldn't get to them when you wanted to expand your reach and you felt like you couldn't touch the people you were meant to touch. Hmm. I feel like I want to give an answer or be somebody that I wasn't back then. I can only speak my truth. I wasn't trying to touch people I didn't have access to. I was just trying to touch people who cared about the content where I was. I, mean, I I realized then, and which is what I know now, that the only way I expand my reach is by going deep with the small people who are here now. Mm-hmm. I think that's what made and makes Social Curator what it is, is that uh, we've stated pretty, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I would love to empower 100,000 business owners every month. I would love that. But I don't think I'm not having access to them because I don't have reach. I have I'm not getting access to them because that's not where I'm at right now. It's just the the reality of it is that the business and myself couldn't handle that. So what I do is I focus on how do I become the best version of the people who consistently invest every month. And this is getting granular. So let's talk about a few practical things that I'm doing. I am picking up the phone and I'm calling users from a private number. And if people pick up, I'm like, hey, it's Jasmine. (laughs) Like, like, wait, what? And I'm like, so uh, let's talk about social character if you have eight minutes. And my promise is eight minutes. And then I say, when is the last time you logged in? And someone's like, well, I know. I was like, I don't need excuses. I need you to tell me exactly why you're not. Or I'm in and this is where the problems are. I was like, okay, 
Okay. Okay. And the minute that I am learning and it's been a rough road, I'm telling you, it's like you get, it's like you get up every day and you get punched in the stomach and you're like, I can't do this again. And then you get up again and you're like, okay, I can do this one more day. And it's like every day you wake up to get, just get punched in the stomach again, knowing that you're being shaped and pummeled like a lump of clay into be the thing that you need. I can't be the person to guide a hundred thousand business owners now because the product isn't there. But I must focus on who is here. And then like today it's X and tomorrow it's X plus one. And the next day it's X plus two. And so I know that's probably not the answer, but I don't focus on what could be. I focus on what is and understanding how to refine this process in this way. So for the therapist who you are helping, if it is three, 300 or 3 million, it's you go deep with them. And the minute you speak so clearly to their pain and pressure point and you offer a relief for that, then you expand. The reason why you're not doing more is because we're not speaking specifically enough to those pressure points where people are gonna be like, dang, she's my guide. And I, I say the same thing to myself. I say what I say to you is what I say to me. And perhaps maybe modeling a little bit of what I'm trying to do and figure it out is let's hop on a Zoom call, mm-hmm. pick up the phone. Uh, this past week, I reached out on Monday. I reached out to eight curators who are kind of popping in my DMs. I was like, can I ask you a question? What problem does social curator help you solve? And then it became an assessment of how strong our product was. Mm-hmm. If everybody said the same thing, your product, 10 out of 10. So, so what did with who you have with the audience you have not mm-hmm. the audience you want to have absolutely the audience you have will get you the audience you want love it Thank I so love the work you're doing like you didn't come to play you came in you told me what you did you niche to niche I quickly understood and contextualized you have all the makings baby girl now you just got to get punched a few Bye. times over it's all right. I'm ready. Okay. Oh, oh, the universe. She has beckoned. You have beckoned. There's like a whole energy force. It's like, wait for it. <laughs> oh Baby girl. Oh, Janessa, make sure that you know that oftentimes the biggest wave makers were predecessed by people who nobody knew who they were. That there were people who interacted against our world's greatest leaders who will go nameless and faceless but had an impact on what it is they do. I hope, Janessa, you are that person. But just in case we feel like we're falling behind, my goal is that I can be a nameless, faceless person in somebody else's entrepreneurial journey who goes on to change the world. I will think, my God, what a good legacy. Maybe not fame, maybe not notoriety, but what a legacy. And I want you to focus on that because you're doing something amazing, specifically as a woman of color, specifically as for therapists who help other people get their head and their heart right. So thank you. Thank you so much, Jasmine. How can people find you on Instagram or any social platform? Janessa.bohis. Thank you. Thank you. And for our non our non, <laughs> Latinos who are listening, it's B-O-R-G-E-S. Yes. G-E-S, right? Yes. yes. Okay. There it is. Cause people are like, Boris, where's the, where's the H? <laughs> okay. Thank you, doll. I appreciate it. Marisol. Hi, Jasmine. Hi. I have butterflies. Uh, I just want to <laughs> say first, uh, congratulations on the app to you and the team. I'm so proud of you. And when you pop in and give us those announcements, like it's just, it's such an inspiration. So I just want to say congratulations. And I'm so thrilled. 
Thank you. We're really so excited. I feel like we're having pinch me moments. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I'm a health coach. I'm a nutrition expert and a personal trainer. And my my niche statement is is kind of you know the same direction as like my boss bio, and that's actually what my question is about. So okay. I'm not sure where you want me to start. I have what's on my Instagram right now, which has kind of been working for me, but I definitely want to tighten it way up. So. Perfect. So let's start first with a question like I'm five and then we move into uh, next steps. Okay. So I, I want to niche down because I feel like I have been very consistent with my, with my content and showing up, but I don't feel like it's, I feel like it's watered down because I do the personal training, the workout. Uh, what I'm really passionate about is the nutrition and that's what I really want to formulate my next offer on. So what I currently have come up with for my niche statement is that I help women meal prep to lose their first 10 pounds while balancing their hormones. So that's, that's the closest to what I feel like is working for me, but I guess I'm just unsure how to know if that is, um, either like not, I don't know how to word this. You won't know. You won't know. Marisol, you won't know. And I won't know because you're, you're wrong and I'm wrong because what we have are just ideas. The market is never wrong. So what we're going to do is we're going to put it out and we're going to let the market decide if it's right. And how do we know it's right? So what I heard Marisol is you are on the precipice of a breakout, but the breakout is scary because what got you here? What once was a kite became an anchor. And what you're asking yourself to do is to create a new kite. But in order to be a kite, you got to release the anchor. Not all of it. You got to release. And that, I have a feeling you're coming in here talking about, is my niche statement right? But the real underlying question is, can you let me know it's going to be okay? And I can't. But you did something before that you're really proud of today, but it's not serving your highest self anymore. So Marisol, we could talk about the niche statement and I actually sidewise, sideline think it's freaking amazing, but it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what I think. The market's going to tell you. But before we put it out to the market, you first have to tell yourself what you're doing and what you're doing is letting go of the thing that got you here. Because what happens is if we hold on to that, it keeps us down. And if we hold on to that, we think it's keeping us safe, but what it's actually doing is keeping us in a cage. So before we put out a niche statement, before you make your next second offer, is you have to acknowledge that that's the person you want to become and you're going to do that. And you're going to express gratitude for the thing that got you here. And that's going to continue serving you. But if you're ever going to get to the next level, something has to leave behind. And so I just want you to realize and be fully cognizant and in control of that decision. The next thing is waiting for you if you have the courage to say you're letting go of the thing that got you here because what got you here won't get you there. How is this feeling? Yeah, it's absolutely right. I mean, I I went through a whole process of like writing down like tons and tons of versions of this and like each one felt funky and weird and uncomfortable. And I felt like that's probably a good thing because 
here I am trying to please everybody and be everybody's yes. friend and nobody wants, nobody's like a diehard for me. And I want those diehard people That's now. Right. Um, and I want to like be true to myself and step into like the stuff that I know I'm awesome at. So, so yeah, I mean, I think it's just little details. Like for example, if I could run this by you, like what I really do with people with the food is their their body is going to transform obviously and what i know people really want in the end and what i know i can help them do is to tone and to feel more defined i personally like as a coach i don't really advertise weight loss for many reasons one i don't believe that's actually what they need i don't think that's the healthy route to go in this laundry list of things but i know what is the bait is weight loss so that's why i decided to use those words like you know try to get super specific first 10 pounds um, losing it, but it's almost like, I feel like it's not being true to me because it's kind of like what you guys were talking about with like the chocolate and the broccoli, you know what I'm saying? So is that, am I on the right track with that? Or is that misleading? If that's, you know, not really what my end goal is once they get into the program, like, yes, you're probably going to lose some weight, but Marisol, say it. Okay, here's the thing. I feel like there's this dichotomy, which is a good thing. So think about uh, Hunger Games, Katniss Everdeen. She wasn't trying to win for District 12. She was trying to battle good versus evil. That's what the whole movie's about, but we don't ever think, oh, you should go see Hunger Games about good versus evil. It's not. It's about a girl who's trying to win something. And you, in this case, is like Katniss Everdeen, and you're fighting for everybody in your district to have a healthy tone life. But going in and being like, hey, I'm fighting because you need a healthy tone life, nobody's going to pay attention to you because that's just like bad trash crazy. What you want to do is become endearing to the people you want to help. And oftentimes, people don't wake up and say, you know what I need? I need to become toned today. You know what I need? I need a meal plan today. What people wake up and say is, I need to lose weight today. So you're speaking to the pressure point. And if you feel that's just not an integrity, listen, it's your boss bio. This is not the Gettysburg Address. This is not the statement that you're going to hide. It's not going to go on your tombstone. This is to get somebody's attention to contextualize what it is you do. And then you go into the content and copy and say, listen, I'll be straight out. You stopped here because you want to lose weight. But what you really want is, and then say everything your transformation possesses on your sales page, start lose 10 pounds and put a little asterisk and at the, and then like, you know, once they scroll down, the asterisk is now that I got your attention, it's not about the way it's how you feel on the inside out and toning it. If you want, and you're right here and you're ready, read more. What you do is you get them there, pre-qualify them. Don't sell them something that you don't believe, but tell them something to get their attention, sell them something that's going to get results. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And so it's, it's in the messaging. It's in my copy. It's in my, like the captions and hundred percent reading a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's a really good source of division. It's a really good yeah. source of division is, do you want to lose weight or do you want to get healthy and become toned? You start with the question and then you make somebody make a decision and then you start attracting the right people. It's a good thing. It's totally you. It's totally you, but my opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. We're going to get it out. We're going to see if people are interested. Yeah, it's just weird. It's like taking off the coaching cap and then just, you know, getting on the other side of it. And it's so hard to do that when you're coaching people one-on-one and talking to them. So, so yeah, but I I feel good about that. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Well, here's one thing, Marisol. You're a good coach because you have the humility to get coached. I just want to say thank you for that. That your people are going to be better because of your decisions and sacrifice. So I want to say thank, thank you. How can people find you and want to lose weight, but not really lose weight? They want to tone up and change their lifestyle. Where do they go on Instagram to find your account? 
Yes, thank you so much, Jasmine. It was uh, an honor. Um, everybody can find me on all the social medias at MyRubySoul, M-Y-R-U-B-Y-S-O-L. And I want to say, so much. yeah, and uh, side note, and this could get edited out or not, you have been a power user of Social Curator and you did a group coaching and we went, I remember distinctly, I said, hold on, let me share my screen and let me go to your Instagram account. And we went through your reels and we were talking about why we think some reels were performing better than other reels and it was including text and it was the length and we got in and you just don't stop moving. You are like, I speak it over your life. You're a shark. You don't stop moving. And that, my friend, is the truest form of the realest gangsters in the business world. You don't stop moving. So I want to say thank you. It's been really cool to see your iteration of being like fitness. And now you are putting a stake in the ground and writing a new chapter. We're here for it. We support you. Thank you so, so, so much for being you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. I'm Juana Mas. I'm a show website designer and I work with photographers to design websites that capture their full brand story to separate them from a noisy market so that they can stand out authentically and in a unique way. And yesterday I just launched my new show at Template Shop as well. Um, so my question is, what is the best way to prep your audience on Instagram or any social media for a launch or a giveaway that I'm doing so that they're more engaged and more eager to share those things? Oh, I love this question. And first and foremost, congratulations on launching your own template shop. That is not a small feat. Creatively, probably your cup is on that lower end. And now what you want to do is like figure out how to keep on running. But what I want to say is let's take a deep, big, deep breath and give your time, yourself time to refill the cup. And I'm giving you this advice because it's probably advice I should be giving myself. So I'm gonna I'm gonna receive it too. We did we did a couple massive things this week. We've done massive things in social curator. You've done massive things in your business. And I want to push the pedal to the metal. Pedal metal to the metal. I don't even know. I don't even. Know. I want to go faster. But I know that I need to spend a couple days doing nothing and just being in it. So I'm gonna encourage you. Like you did something huge. Give yourself a great big internal hug, celebrate, raise a glass, take a nap, hug your kids, whatever you do and need to refill your cup, do that. Then we can have a conversation about what it means to warm people up, to get excited about something in particular. Inside of the social curator group, I believe it was like a week and a half ago and as of now, if you were to search under our live classes tab, you will see a class that was hosted by social curator division director Katie and our video production manager, her name is Christina. They actually went down and distilled what I did for a launch. They talked about the entire launch strategy and we decided to try something new in our last launch that was 100% video based short form videos. So we did 28 days of reels in promotion of this thing. And what they did was break down. This is what happened in week one. And this is the pressure points. Week two, this is what happened in week two. And these were the pressure points. This is how we executed week three and week four. And what we did, and we're just huge advocates of issue 19 on the inside of social curator is your four week promotional launch plan. Like we just are the biggest staunch advocates of it because I know it works and I've seen other business owners use it and I know it works. So in the next time you drop a new collection to your site or you add a different offering, I would just be pretty staunch religious about following issue 19. And the good news is that it breaks it down in what you should be saying and how you should be saying it. And so we did that, but then we tweaked it to do it 100% for reels 
So now that it's out and done, I'm going to be honest, it's a little bit hard to get people excited. Like, so let's just say like when social creator dropped its app, it's easier to get people excited and talking about it because it was new. But if I didn't really promote it the way that it should, and then three weeks from now, I want to be like, why aren't people talking about the app? Well, it's not as new anymore. Like people are much less inclined to talk about something new, not because it's new, but people love being first. People love being a part of the beginning. People like being in the know. So now what do we do when Joanna's like, I launched my store, what then do I do? Well, we're gonna try to get a little creative on how we can get people to talk about the shop. If I were you, I'd probably host a contest in some way, shape or form. I would also try to do a collaboration with other people who who are maybe in conjunction. So it's like, I would probably try to get on as many photographer podcasts as possible. And then the value add is I will do a brand breakdown for what photographers are looking for. And then you go into a different like health and wellness. You want to hit every health, big health and wellness podcast and be like health and wellness professionals really need branded websites. And we make it so easy to drag and drop, put your photos in and then launch a website in 48 hours, whatever your big pitch is for the shop. Then what you're trying to do is find new ways to contextualize the way that new audiences could be talking about your new products. And that's you going into different marks, marks, Markets, contextualizing for the industry and then giving something. So the podcast host says, okay, Joanna, guess what? For one of our lucky listeners, if you post an Instagram story and you tag me and Joanna, we're giving away two free sites. And so basically you're just going to be eating your promotional cost for a while. Why? To get people talking. And if the goal of the collaboration or the contest is to get people talking about you, then it's worth its weight in gold. Like, so just imagine you do a podcast and five people do an Instagram story and you're like, man, I just gave this this podcast has three websites and only five people. But if on average, each Instagram account has around an average of three to 400 followers, five people put out a story. You have now an access audience of 1500 people who could potentially see who Joanna Moss is. And they're like, oh, what is this shop or what is the store? And then they click on over. Nothing is done in void. Every story or every, and perhaps for you, a contest, you're like a story disappears in 24 hours. It's not worth it. Maybe you need to do a post. You get to create the terms of what the contest is, but you need to create the terms, find somebody who will help support it, give them something in exchange. Like there are a lot of podcast hosts who would love to have a the dedicated website. And so this is just like a whole coup. You say, look at this preliminary design. I mean, you could literally get like files and put like, just swap out their like photos and be like, we did a preliminary design. This is what I do. I teach people how to optimize. Da, 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 da. And I would love to be a guest on your podcast. I would love to tell people how we optimized your podcast website so that they can go and do it on their own. And for three lucky listeners, they'll also get a template. If they, da, 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 da. And you will reach out to 100 people and 99 will say no. And the one person who says yes will open the doors to others because every creeper, every people in other industries are looking at what their competitors are doing and be like, who's Joanna Moss? She needs to come on my podcast because I need to have my website wakeover. And then it just becomes a whole marketing and press coup. Okay. I get so nervous doing any type of podcast thing. So I was like hoping that wasn't the main thing that you're going to say, but I do, I do see the girl that it's that I was going to say, do an Instagram live and do a Facebook live. So if you're freaking out about podcasts, I was like, baby, I'm starting you slow. I'm starting you real quiet. Like you have to do all the things in all the ways. And can I ask you a very personal question? Yes. Were you nervous the first time you kissed somebody? Yes, of course. <laughs> and were you nervous the first time you got behind a car? And like you had to drive it? 
Uh, probably, yeah. Right. And so there's a good chance that you've kissed a few people and driven a few cars. And guess what? You're not as nervous anymore. Same thing for being on podcast. Yeah. Like, that's just it. Like, everything is scary and nervous until you do it enough. And you're like, oh, okay, it didn't kill me. So here's the thing. If you want to become less nervous, do 100. And then we'll talk. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you so much. That was really, really helpful. And I'm very excited for your app as well, because I got the message. I'm like, yes, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I get to say thank you on behalf of a team who's worked diligently and so hard on it. So on behalf of them, I've done very little in the actual development of it, but on behalf of them, I say thank you. How can people find you and your new template shop online? Um, so my template shop is on my website, which is joannamoss.com. And on Instagram, they can find me at joannamoss.com creative underscore. I love it. Thank you. Very. Thank you. I'm Jennifer Sen. I'm a pregnancy loss recovery coach. I help women who are struggling after the loss of their baby heal and move forward so that they can live a life full of possibility again. Hmm. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're here. Thank you for doing what you do in the world. How can I serve? Thank you. Well, I'm fairly new. Um, so I have been, I, my question is, you know, where, what is the one area that you think a new business owner should focus on to gain the biggest ground? I'm a little bit like a hamster on the wheel. My new podcast just released today, which I'm super excited about. I have a blog. I do YouTube. I do, you know, I, I've been trying to do it all to really see where my, where my audience is, but I don't, I don't know. So your question is, where do I go for the most traction? Yeah. I guess the, the other side of that is I'm not getting a lot of engagement. So I keep trying to adjust my messaging, but then I'm adjusting it, you know, across all these channels. So Jennifer, how many, uh, how many followers do you have? Let's just pick any social platform right now. Let's uh, go to Instagram. How many do you have on Instagram? So Instagram, I have grown it from zero to 134 as of today, which okay. is... Which and is, um, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, we are about this life. We're about this life. Okay. So yeah. let's do some very simple math. Mm-hmm. You have 134 followers. Right. Average reach organic on Instagram is two and a half to three percent. So when you put out a post, there is a good chance that three to four people are seeing it. Mm-hmm. So if you are getting three or four likes, or if and when you get a comment, that's really good. That's really good. Because average engagement is three to 4%. So so if your post is seen by five people and two people like it, you're basically killing the game. But it just feels like nobody's engaging. Well, because it feels like two likes is little, but not in comparison to 134 followers. And then... So there's that. So we just just use a little math to actually calibrate what we want. And so then when you say I've grown my account to 134 followers, how long have you been using Instagram? Um, For that account, it's been just since January. Okay. So we're looking at like seven-ish months. And what we understand is that somebody who is in the loss cycle is anywhere from days, weeks, months, perhaps even years. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take somebody a long time to find what it is you do 
build trust with you and then decide to invest with you. And so if anybody, not just your business, but if anybody is ever putting the pressure on a social platform to be a source of direct sales in less than, I don't know, a couple years, people are going to be sadly mistaken. So I am an advocate. What we do at Social Creators, we help small business owners get sales. It sounds super sexy and glamorous, but I'm like, with patience, with consistency, with dedication, with grit. And so- What I'm going to invite you to do is instead of being like all the places in all the things, let's just, we we can do more with less. And so if I asked you, Jennifer, where do you think your dream, I don't want to say customer, where is, where is moms who are suffering from extreme loss? Where are they at and where are they going? What social platform? I do think, um, I think Instagram. Mm -hmm. Instagram and podcast, I think, are the two. Great. Instagram and podcast. And so I know you're on YouTube, and that's great. You can put your podcast, if you do video, on YouTube. I think it's like a really good start. I think that right now, you should be going in and following all the accounts that have to deal with pregnancy. And you're like, well, that's a little the opposite. It's a little the opposite of what I'm doing. But what happens is birds of a feather flock together. You have the mops groups. You have friends from high school who are all kind of having kids around the same time. And unfortunately, not every woman has the picturesque experience. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is you start conversations, not positioning yourself as this is what I am. You're positioning yourself as an authority of life and loss. And all you do is you add content and you create content. And maybe perhaps somebody who came across your profile, might not personally be affected, but know somebody who has been. When you immediately introduce yourself, I thought of two women in my life that I was like, man, I wish Jennifer was was around. I wish I knew of Jennifer when this was happening. Mm -hmm. I have not experienced that to that capacity, but it doesn't mean I don't know somebody who has. So what you need to do is really go real, real, real deep on Instagram by creating your content consistently, but then spending a large time of your social media endeavors giving, 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 giving engagement. And you do not, again, need to position yourself as a authority. You can go to this big account and let's just say it's, um, you know, moms of XYZ on Instagram. And it's this really great post and it's a really good reel. And you're like, I absolutely love this. This is really fantastic. You're going to leave a really nice comment. And then you're going to look to the other comments of other people commenting. And if you have something thoughtful or kind to say, you can leave a comment back to those followers. I'm telling you nine times out of 10, when there is a stranger leaving a comment on your comment on another account, what do they say is, who is this person? And they click on your account. And if the content is contextualized or compelling enough, they'll follow. And if not, that's okay. But you in constant times and over, there's been very common for me to go to an Instagram account that I know I'm not going to follow, but I like what it is they do. So I'll favorite an account so that I can go back and revisit it at any point in the time in the future. So you don't know really how people are going to find it, but your objective, I would say at minimum, where you are right now, you're in a massive growth period, is 50% of all of your time on social media should be about giving engagement. Because it's you giving engagement that will ultimately get eyes back on what your account is and the message that you're sharing. That's good. Okay. Yes, so patience. Oh, girl, it's like, it's patience for the patience. And then it's patience for the patients on the days that you're impatient and then some more patience. Okay. That's just it. 
That's just it. Baby, yeah. if, I could, if I could sell a pill that would expedite sales growth, I would be a billionaire. I would take all of it for myself. Who am I getting? <laughs> Jennifer, how can people find you and your amazing, burgeoning, growing strategic account on Instagram? Mm, thank you. It's um, at Navigating Baby Loss. Beautiful. And your podcast, let's give a shout out. Let's give a shout out to the new podcast. Podcast is also Navigating Baby Loss. Beautiful. Yep. Thank you for what you do in the yeah. world. Thank you for helping people heal. And thank you for helping commemorate legacies. I think what you do is powerful. Thank you, friend. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Jasmine Star Show where you were given an inside look at social curator coaching sessions. For the last five years, my team and I have had the honor and privilege of serving business owners and entrepreneurs by helping them market their business, get sales, get more followers. And I have to tell you, it has been the highest honor. I'm humbled seeing progress and growth. I'm humbled getting success reports in Instagram DMs or in the team emails. Like we get so excited about it that we put it in our team Slack channel and we celebrate you. We could not be more excited to see people take action and deploy on what they're learning. If you would like to check it out for yourself, you can start a free social curator trial with the resources that make posting on social media simple and ongoing education to keep your marketing game on point. Social Curator is like having a digital marketing agency in your pocket. Head to socialcurator.com forward slash trial, or you can click on the link in the episode description from wherever you're tuning in today. You can try it out risk-free. Until next time, I hope you're having a beautiful day. Bye.